domestic abuse is one of the most Im- important things that we deal with. You know, attitudes have changed even in the 27 years when I've been a police officer. Now it's one of the most important issues that we deal with because the, the perpetrators are people who are meant to love the victims. It happens behind closed doors. It's almost got that shroud around it where people don't want to come out and talk about it. But I think with the work that we're doing in Northamptonshire, um, we can demonstrate that people are feeling more confident in coming forward and reporting that they've been victims of domestic abuse. Um, and we're actually dealing with that effectively. So in Northamptonshire last month, we had 853 members of the public at reporting domestic abuse incidents to us. The crimes that were recorded accounted for 16% of all recorded crime in Northamptonshire, all of which are attributed to domestic abuse. But it's it's very much across the board. It's uh, 25% of that, uh, approximately 25% of that, is men reporting. So again, we're gaining more confidence in that really hard-to-reach group because men get abused just the same as women. Under this uh, priority idea, have any changes been made in the way you operate? Any more funds available? Um, we're always really well supported by our Police and Crime Commissioner um, and we, we work hand in hand with him. He's really concerned, as is the Chief Constable, that we get this right. So we've had a lot of new legislation come into place around stalking and cohesive control. And again, we've done a lot of media and comms around that to get the word out there that this is something that we're really interested in and that we're really keen to support uh, victims with. So, for example, last month we um, recorded 41 incidents of cohesive control, all of which have been dealt with um, really robustly by the team. So, so again, explain to people exactly what coercive control means for those who might not know. Yeah, we, we very much, when we talk about domestic um, abuse, people tend to focus on the violence element. There's so much more to domestic abuse than just violence. Violence is clearly a very, a very visible part of it, but cohesive control can be around manipulating somebody to be isolated, manipulating them to do what the perpetrator wants them to do um, by um, pulling at their emotions, by gaining their confidence and making sure that they're, they're the only people to influence them. So they feel very vulnerable, very alone and very dependent on that person. So they're controlled into behaving in a certain way that that perpetrator wants. So we're very much um, promoting that that isn't acceptable either. Um, violence is one thing, control is another. There's many different types of domestic abuse, um, from emotional abuse, sexual abuse within a relationship, none of which is acceptable. The list goes on and on, but we're really open to supporting women and men in those positions to make sure that they can improve their lifestyles. What other initiatives are Northamptonshire Police looking at the moment to, to tackle this issue? Northamptonshire are really at the forefront of domestic violence protection notices. Now these are legislation that are available to all police forces in England and Wales and this gives us an option to protect victims where violence has occurred, specifically violence, and that victim won't make um, a complaint about it um, or is reluctant to do that for fear or for whatever reason. We as the police can take that decision out of the hand and we can put an order on the perpetrator which states, for example, they can't be with that victim, they can't go to certain addresses, and we can put those conditions on. If they breach those conditions, then they can be arrested. There's a power of arrest attached to that. And that is all about protecting the victim and protecting that family. Here in Northamptonshire, in the last month alone, we've issued 17 of those notices, which is by far the highest rate of issue in the region. Um, we've also had four breaches of those because we're very fortunate here. We have a proactive team that goes out and makes sure that these notices are being um, adhered to. So we're very fortunate to have that. Um, so our proactive officers go out, they'll visit the address. If that perpetrator is found there, 
then we will literally arrest them, bring them in, and they're back before the court. So it's a great piece of legislation. So I'm really pleased that we're, we're really doing well with that. It really does take that onus off the victim to have to make difficult decisions that they're perhaps scared to do. We take on that responsibility and then we make sure that that's enforced. So I hope that really encourages people to come forward and carry on letting us know what the issues are uh, with them. We've also just, uh, we're trying to get the community more involved because we want to spread the word about domestic abuse and the impact that it can have on the wider community. So we've got a little bit of funding from our Police and Crime Commissioner and you'll probably laugh, but we're going to buy, we've bought wool with it. So we're sending the wool out to local knitting groups who have taken part in our initiative and they're creating little um, teddy bears from it called Bobby Buddies. Um, they're sent back to us in the fully formed teddy bear shape and when we go to domestic abuse incidents where there's children or we have to take children into police protection, we've got a little gift for them to make them feel a little bit safe, something to cuddle, something secure. Um, so they, they've got that little gift from us as the police when they're in this time of crisis. And it also raises the awareness within the community who are doing this work for us. So it might seem like a really small thing, but again, it's raising that awareness within groups that will, again, spread the word for us. And it can make things, I guess, a lot easier or somewhat easier for children at what must be a incredibly traumatic time. Yeah, I hear an awful lot. In my 27 years of policing, I hear an awful lot, oh, well, the children didn't hear it. The children did hear it. I'm now working with the children of those who were originally babies and toddlers and children when they were, when I was dealing with their parents for domestic abuse, they did hear it, it has an impact on them. It's one of those adverse childhood experiences that we're trying to address with our partners to make sure that young people grow up feeling safe, secure and loved. Domestic abuse is a real factor that we're trying to get parents to understand how it does impact their children and hopefully that will have uh, the desired outcomes of the parents understanding that and taking the precautions to safeguard themselves and their children. And are there any particular notable cases perhaps going through at the moment or that have uh, just finished recently? Um, I can't talk about specific cases. Um, obviously, we need to gain the trust of the people that we're here to support. Um, but what was really lovely this morning, we had an email dropped in from a victim who had, had lived a, a terrible life and she didn't think she was ever going to see light at the end of the tunnel. She's wrote us a really lengthy letter just saying how we how the team from witness support to my domestic abuse officers have actually helped her each one of them individually what they've done to help her and support her and really outlining what each of those actions did to get her into a better position and live in a safer life and for me that just wrapped up everything that we do to support the public from this sort of abuse it was just really lovely to see and that the effect that the work that we do actually has for the public who need our help. Because these type of crimes, they can they can really take over and control people's lives and it can be so hard to uh, to break away from an abusive partner. How, how do Northamptonshire Police go about making that happen? We work with partners. This isn't just something you can force your way out of. A lot of our victims don't want to take their perpetrators to court because a lot of them have children, a lot of them feel financially... Um, bound to those partners they they can't see an escape and remember these perpetrators are meant to be people who love them uh, so it's very it's it's difficult it's different to an offense like a criminal damage which has perhaps happened you can fix this is your life this is your emotions this is your family um, so it's a really complex social situation so as a force with our partners we work with the sunflower center who are fantastic to um, empower women to understand the position that they're in 
to let them see that there's, there's help and support out there, to give them routes of either escaping the abuse or actually working with them to manage their safety if they want to remain within the relationships. There's no right or wrong answers. Every case is unique. It, it's just not a textbook offence. So we need that wider partnership support to be able to do that. And are there times where maybe incidences increase? I'm, I'm thinking about maybe a, a big sporting event or a concert, perhaps where more alcohol is involved, is, is those pressure points? Yeah, we, we know when we're going to have a, a rise in domestic abuse incidents that are reported to the police. And that tends to be around things like the World Cup um, or Valentine's Day even. And then to, to try and counter that, ourselves and our support services make sure that the, the communications are out there, whether it be social media, um, posters. Pub Watch is brilliant for things like this. They'll, they'll put out coasters, they'll work with us to make sure that people are safeguarded. But traditionally, we do get that surge. Um, and again, we work really hard to make sure that those women feel, women men feel supported. How important is it for people, if they fear for their neighbours or friends, to give the police a call and just pass on some of that information? Yeah, well, I just I would say to people, how would you feel if the worst case scenario happened? And we've already said two women every week um, fall foul to, to to death from domestic abuse. Um, how would you feel if that was your neighbour and you, you'd heard something and you hadn't done the right thing? If it's your honestly held belief that something is going on, then, you know, this could be somebody's life on the line. Somebody could potentially get hurt. There's children present, potentially, um, and that's going to have an impact on their lives forever. Um, why wouldn't you make that call?